You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Presented by the Salvation Army. Join the fight for good and donate by saying, Alexa, make a donation to the Salvation Army, if you're listening with Alexa. Or go to SalvationArmyUSA.org to make a gift. Learn to fly Sikorsky's new helicopter in just 45 minutes. By Jack Stewart. With the possible exception of Tom Cruise, Learning to fly a helicopter demands months of classroom, simulator, and in-air training. The controls feature all the logic of bop it. Twist one hand, move the other hand to the left, push one foot, then the other. Watch the instruments, but don't forget to look at the horizon. I once spent a full day working with Airbus's top instructors, and by the end couldn't even keep the chopper in level flight. I was nowhere near pulling off a low hover a move that looks simple but requires extraordinary coordination and concentration. But last month, a group from the U.S. Army, including one person who'd never even been in a helicopter, flew a Sikorsky S-76B helicopter up and over a small watching crowd in Fort Eustace, Virginia. Hovered over an adjoining field, dropped down, adjusted their position to dodge another vehicle, then landed safely. And they did it all after as little as 45 minutes of training. It's pretty neat to see the transformation from I have no idea what this system does to I can now control the system, says Sikorsky helicopter pilot Mark Ward, who put the newbies through their minimalist training. This is not to say that they're combat-ready, hardened, ready to go, but it is a testament to the ease with which they can now adapt to a non-logical control system like a helicopter, he says. It's not like these people are aeronautical savants, no offense, or leather-clad carry-on mosses. But computers are key, as given away by the retro blocky graphic on the chopper, Matrix Technology. This, as you may have guessed, is no ordinary helicopter. It's controlled by a handheld tablet that lets wannabe pilots fly about using familiar gestures and movements, like they would to play a game or fly a quadcopter drone. Matrix Technology is the name of Sikorsky's program for rotocraft that minimize, or even eliminate, the role of the human pilot. It's part of DARPA's ALIAS program. That's the Air Crew Labor in Cockpit Automation System. Just as some automakers are approaching self-driving cars with gradually more capable driver assistance tech, the idea here is that making a chopper easier to fly is a step toward letting a computer take control. 
Instead of learning the steps of the complicated throttle and pedal dance, the human on board controls the flight using a tablet and a couple of joystick-like controllers called interceptors. The tablet is used for inputting mission changes, like changing the destination. The interceptors are for more immediate inputs, like a push to the right or a quick climb. But unlike in conventional flight, adjusting any of these controls leads to an input into the computer controlling the flight, requesting a change rather than a direct movement of a flight control surface. This is fully fly-by-wire under the control of an algorithm. It allows the onboard crew members to rapidly communicate their intent to the autonomy system, which kind of becomes like a co-pilot, says Igor Cherepinsky, director of Sikorsky's autonomy program. The human gives orders, the computer executes them. Although Sikorsky put the humans in the helicopter for this demo, the system could work just as efficiently as a kind of remote control, says Cherepinsky, with the human on the ground below holding the tablet, or in a remote center, dialing in and supervising. Those applications could be useful for first responders like firefighters, who could direct aircraft over forest blazes from a safe distance. For the military, automating more aspects of flight could help make missions safer. Really, we want the pilot's eyes and mind on the flight rather than holding an altitude, says Graham Drozeski, the DARPA program manager for Alias. For DARPA, Sikorsky is now integrating its system into a UH-60 Black Hawk helicopter for more mission-driven demonstrations next year. In the civilian world, increased autonomy, and smarter helicopters in particular, could be a useful stepping stone on the way to fully autonomous air taxis whisking commuters from building top to building top in Dallas and L.A. by 2023, if Uber has its way. At the same time, startups like Skyrise are betting that helicopters with sensors and smarts will show that air trips can be cheaper, quicker to dispatch, and ultimately more useful than they are now. Even before they become fully autonomous, which could take years of technological and regulatory overhauls, they would lower the bar for human pilots. Sikorsky's system is all about augmenting the human, at least for now. Cherepinsky says, We are all marching toward the holy grail of pushing one button on the screen, saying, Get me here. Point A to point B. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. 